Hey, what's going on? It's Stokely from Sauce on Dulane. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm very much drifting off the topic of hair care, cosmetics, aesthetics, and nutrition. Um, I think, you know, sometimes if you seek it, you're, you're going to find. Seek and ye shall find, the Bible say, or something like that, right? I don't know if that came from the Bible, but. They say seeking you shall find. You know, if you're looking for the solution, sometimes you find it. You know, sometimes, sometimes it's dangerous doing that. But uh, I can't really differentiate. You know, sometimes whether um, your seeking is, uh, you know, like people can seek and end up in a cult. People can seek and end up getting swindled in a scam. You know. Um, only thing I can really say about that is everything is a process. Oh, look at this garage. This person has a two-level garage. Ah, that's amazing. So, um, the, uh, what am I saying? The, um, everything is a process. So, a lot of things don't happen overnight, you know? And there's certain things that I would say people don't know conclusively. Um, and there's certain things that are um, unattainable. Uh, like one of the guys that I was listening to that inspired me to post something yesterday. Like this guy inspired me not only to post this, post something yesterday, but he inspired me to stop putting background music on my podcast because he doesn't use any background music and it sounds very good. Um, not saying that I have the same equipment that he does, but, um, you know, it's like, um, when it comes to religion, when someone's trying to make a convincing argument and or trying to scam you, or maybe they're actually experiencing something because maybe they have larger dopamine receptors, maybe they're delusional, maybe they're schizophrenic, maybe they're bipolar. Well, bipolar doesn't make you um, imagine things. Schizophrenia makes you imagine things. So maybe they're schizophrenic or have a touch of that. Maybe they're just um, zealous because of, uh, you know, their ego won't let them see anything outside of that. So, so I'm a, you know, I, I, I've watched sometimes some, some uh, Christian pastors dismiss speaking in tongues. <laughs> And then I'll have other ones that say, oh, speaking in tongues is uh, is really something real. And then I was watching the same guy that was, I don't know, I didn't watch his video this time, but it seemed like he was saying speaking in tongues is a real thing. And then he had a previous episode where he talked about, you know, when somebody's praying for you and they put their hand on your head and they're praying for you and you just collapse and fall down. Um, what he was saying is that from his experience, which, which they were calling deliverance, which he calls deliverance, right? Deliverance. When you're praying for somebody, you put your hands on them and they fall down, right? So he realized that he was going places and praying, praying for people and they were just falling down. And he's like, and he had to say to some of them, listen, you don't have to fall down. You know, you don't have to put on a show for me. If you if the spirit moves you and you feel like falling down, you fall down. But don't fake it 
like you're falling down. So what he had show, what he had experienced, and what he had noticed is that people were being um, conditioned into falling down when the guy, you know, when a guy or a lady starts to preach and starts to really go in and and wants to get a, a response, and they've been conditioned to fall down and put on a show. So he was like, listen, you know. You don't have to fall down, man. If the, if you feel like you need to fall down, you fall down. And then he expressed his own, you know, because he's he's somewhat of a, I wouldn't even say he's devout anyhow, but he's a pastor and he's like, um, you know, sometimes I've had experiences when people prayed and I felt like falling down. But the, most of the time I don't. Most of the time I do not. But sometimes I do feel it. So, you know, similarly, People can get caught up in a cult or whatever or in a, in a kind of behavior where they feel like they need to push a certain agenda because of their ego and because of the optics and because of the social uh, the social clout, the social coins, whatever the case may be. Uh, so they're pretentious. They're facetious. They're, you know, they're just totally, uh, yeah, they're just putting on a show. So... You might be seeking something and end up encountering one of these egocentric people who basically want you to act or mimic it a certain way that's not even true to you, that you don't feel. Because if you're not feeling it, they want you to pretend like you're feeling it. Now, in life, you gotta. there's a lot of stuff you pretend like you know how to do in order to survive in that sphere. But if you're trying to get true, I guess, I don't know. So if you're trying to reach some kind of understanding, I can't fake, I can't fake understanding calculus. I failed calculus one, two times. I failed calculus two, two times. I couldn't, but I sat in the class every day, looked the teacher in his face, took the notes, wrote them down. I, I didn't really do my homework. That's probably what fried me. But, um... I wanted to party, so I didn't do my homework. So the, um, but I can't fake calculus. I can't go into calculus and say, "Woo!" I feel the calculus flowing through me. I got the answers. I would do that. I would do that actually, because the teacher would say something, he would explain something. He said, "This, this, this is okay. the integral of this or the derivative of that is blah 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 blah." He's there talking, and all I'm hearing is womp, 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 womp. And then he looks at me for confirmation, and I shake my head like, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, wonderful. That's oh, that's amazing how you came to that uh, conclusion. You know, like I'm shaking my head like, yeah. And I'm on time every day. I'm in class every day. I'm taking notes every day, and I'm not understanding anything. I'm not feeling it. I'm not getting it. I think that's the 99.9999% of people. Well, now, in that class, I, I think the kids, they knew what they were doing. I don't, I didn't have, I didn't socialize with any of the kids in my calculus class. And maybe that was a problem. Um, but, I mean, they wouldn't really socialize with me. I was a, I was a minority in the whole demographic, but that's neither here nor there. But the, um, the, um, uh, I think they did well. I think they did well. I think many of them 
passed on the first go around. Now maybe in my calculus three class, maybe not so much because they had to curb the grade so many times. The teacher had to curb the grade because everybody was bombing on the test. So anyhow, what all I'm saying is that you know you can try to you, you might end up in a situation where you gotta fake like you are understanding when you don't understand you gotta fake like you're devout when you're not devout you gotta fake like you're feeling the spirit when you're not feeling the spirit but the person who's telling it to you they're feeling it and they want you to pretend like you feel it pretending like you're feeling it isn't gonna make you feel it because you don't get it you just don't get it you know Maybe, maybe it's not that it's not for you, but it's not your time. Like the pastor was saying, you know, sometimes he feels like falling down. Most times he does not. Most times he does not feel like falling down. So he's not feeling it right now. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, you're praying and what you're saying sounds good. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lord is good. And yes, 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 yes. We thank him and we adore him and we love him and we like the teachings and what you're saying, it sounds good, and the analogies that you're giving, the parables that you're sharing, yeah, they're all good. Um, but you know, I don't feel like talking in tongues. I don't. It's not. It's not happening for me. And I don't know what you're doing. So that means that the majority of these people that are talking and speaking in tongues, or praying in tongues, or whatever they're doing, yeah, it's all fake. Which is very tragic. Anyhow. I'm not attacking religion per se. That doesn't have to do anything to do with religion. Well, it has something to do with religion because that's more of a Baptist um, type of thing. I don't know what Pentecostal means, but it's the same thing, probably. Baptist, Pentecostal, any one of the ones that have uh, African-Americans primarily in it, that's where they jump around and sing and, and get into the spirit and speak in tongues. Uh, and, and the Southern, and the Southern, the Southern whites, the northern black, the black people all around the country, and the southern, um, and the southern whites um, have a similar, uh, similar Baptist uh, preaching style. Um, I don't know. I've never really seen a video of any um, white Americans, white people, speaking in tongues and rip writhing around on the floor. I don't think I've ever seen that. Now, if you go watch Elvis's movie. Elvis's movie, you kind of see that in Elvis's movie. You see that. Um, is he in church? No, he's not in church. But it's a kind of, you know, like the rock and roll music that he's singing is a extension from that Baptist type uh, pageantry that happens in the preaching translates over into the rock and roll. That's where that's kind of where it's coming from. The whole pageantry on the rock and roll, the whole banging the keyboard like that, the screaming, all of that rock and roll gesticulation and all of that, that's from the church. And they just, you know, a lot of these guys got their start there. Anyhow, um, that's, you know what, I'm speaking very informally. I don't have any research regarding what I'm doing. That Elvis movie was pretty, well, decent. I didn't, I don't think I saw the end of it, but. Um, you know, but you know, you gotta seek the seek, seek. If you're looking for the answers, I 
think you gotta um, do your own homework. That's what it is. Because look at it like this, like me in the calculus class, if I did my homework, when I started doing my homework, that's when I started understanding. When I started reading the textbook for myself, I started understanding. When I started reading over the same paragraph over and over and over again until I actually understood what they were saying. When I started doing the practice exercises, doing the practice problems over and over and over again, then I started to get it. Then I started to get it. Listen, I didn't understand polynomial equations or whatever the heck they're called anymore. I forgot. Algebra. Is it algebra when they put the letters in it? Solving for X and all of that. Y equals MX plus B and, you know, Y equals the square root of 4AC minus B over 2A. Some, you know, square root, whatever. Like all of that, blah, blah, blah. Imaginary numbers. I didn't understand that until I did a remedial class um, in college, right before I transferred, right before I transferred to Brooklyn College, I had to, they had a program called the TAP, the TAP program or something like that, which was like an entry program. So you didn't have to do remedial classes. You complete this program, they'll let you go right into um, the class, even though the school that I was coming from, you know, whatever, I had like a three point something GPA, but it was like a technical school. So there was really no academics, you know, it's more about practicality. So the, um, I had like a 3.0 GPA coming from that school, but that went straight down to almost probation when I went to Brooklyn college. Well, no, actually I held my head up a little bit. The things that fried me were calculus and, um, chemistry, calculus and chemistry too. I had to take chemistry two twice, I think. But um, otherwise, I was um, otherwise I was good because I was just taking English, um, world history, European history. Um, I don't know what you know, writing, technical writing, um, stuff like that. You know, like you know, whatever, like prerequisite baby stuff. Um, what else? I don't even remember what the other classes I took were. Oh, um, probability. What is it? Not probability. What do they call it? I forgot what they call it. They call it statistics. Yeah, something like statistics. I didn't know what the heck happened in that class. I don't know how I passed that class. Um, <laughs> I feel sorry for the professors, man. They're like, this kid is stupid. Like, this, these, you know, what is he doing? What is he even doing here? He's here every day, every morning. He's sitting here looking at my face, shaking his head like he knows what's going on. And I look at his assignment and his test and he's bombing on this assignment and his test. He doesn't even understand what's going on. Anyhow, eventually I got it, I guess. Um, but if the reason why I didn't get it is because instead of doing my homework, I was on the block hanging out with my friends, like Rick James says, on the corner singing, where is it? On the corner singing with the fellas. Well, I wasn't really singing. We were dancing more than singing. But <laughs> I was on the corner with my friends dancing and that's it. Just going out, going to parties and stuff like that. I wasn't doing my homework until, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened when, when it caused me to buckle down. 
since I used to drive them around everywhere, because um, I, I used to take my mother's car, I used to drive them around everywhere. And then I had a car crash. And then I realized, guess what? They weren't really my friends. They weren't hanging out with me. They weren't calling me. None of that. Now that I didn't have a vehicle, I was not, it was over, you know? And um, and uh, one of them blatantly said it to me. Oh, you ain't got no car no more. You know? So that was a good burn, you know? I wouldn't even call it a betrayal. I'll call that an education. I didn't really lose anything. I actually gained something. I lost some fake friends and I regained myself and I gained the identity and I gained the understanding of interest. Everybody has an interest. Everybody has an angle, you know? So anyhow, so after that whole car crash happened and then I was, I guess basically I had a, what they say, come to Jesus moment. Not really. It wasn't really that significant. Yeah, it was a very devastating situation. Yeah, it was devastating. I didn't get hurt, thank God, but I destroyed my mother's car. And um, I destroyed two other people's car. I destroyed three cars. And, um, and the insurance company didn't want to pay for it. Even though she had full coverage, she had to go to court to get the insurance company to pay for it. So that was rough. Even I met the lawyer sometimes, whatever. So I caused a lot of harm due to trying to be a people pleaser and trying to, I guess, I guess trying to buy friends, trying to buy friends, basically. Fortunately, fortunately, uh, my mother fought with her lawyer and overcame my ignorance and um, it's kind of put me back on track because I was like listen I'm hanging out with these people yeah it's fun and all but they don't care for me at all and actually you know it's, 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 it's yeah it was all I, 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 I just wrecked my mother's car carrying these ungrateful people and not that I was seeking any kind of financial compensation, but anyhow, yeah, man, realized that they wasn't my friends. So I started focusing more, spending more time by myself, reading the text more. The parties stopped for a while. They came back on another point, but parties stopped for a while. And I said, you know what? Yeah, man. Those is not my friends, man. They can stay over there. And um, humble myself and, 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 and for a little while. And the unfortunate, and you know, this is, uh, unfortunate you could say thing is, I ended up hanging out back with them again. I ended up hanging out back with them again. Like, not long after that. Driving them around again. You know? But for a short while, um, 
Uh, no, for a good while. I buckled down. You know, did what I had to do. Finished my classes and focus on more, spent way more hours in school. I spent way more hours in school. Instead of leaving school right after school was done, I spent some more time there. Um, just even, just, just immersing myself in the culture of the campus. Brooklyn College is one of the most beautiful campuses in America, according to, you know, whatever. Princeton News or whatever, I don't know. Will Smith filmed a movie there. There's a movie with Will Smith that's filmed there. And um, it was a great experience. I mean, after that, after that, after the crash, oh man, after the crash, I buckled down. It was a great, it was, I enjoyed it there. I enjoyed my academic life there. Um, and just immersed myself in the computer lab, started working, you know, and then, uh, then I went to City College. But, um, yeah, you're looking for stuff. Sometimes you get messed up. You're looking for friends. You get set up or whatever, or you get burned. But you got to learn. And I, apparently I did not learn, but I didn't have another car accident. But I had other situations with them that weren't favorable. Um, but eventually, you know, I realized over time I just separated myself from some of them. The ones where, who were just opportunists inefficient and not going to be able to help me to move forward and uh yeah anyhow thanks for listening